All right. Hey, guys, I think we're live. Uh, and welcome those of y'all that are joining us for our Tuesday evening live in Central Texas. We've got uh, uh, pastors that uh, are from uh, the our Troy area, Troy Oenaville area. I've got to throw in Oenaville, Roy, because that is the metropolis of Troy. Uh, but uh, we've got uh, Pastor Roy Carpenter, Oenaville Baptist Church, Pastor Wayne Lott of Grant Chapel Baptist Church, and uh, Pastor Chris Cannon and myself, Harlan Haynes. We're First Baptist Church Troy, and we're just kind of get together on the Tuesday and uh, just discuss some topics. Uh, and I would encourage you, if you've got any questions or comments, please send those in. Uh, we would love to see them. We'd love to to answer them. Uh, but uh, last week we, we started on a uh, uh, subject of prayer. And uh, Roy, you were the one that brought brought it up, and I thought it was a great discussion on prayer. And uh, uh, we didn't get started, uh, kind of what we we're looking at. And tonight we're going to be looking at why would God hear our prayers, which I think is a wonderful, it's a great question. A lot of people have that question in so many ways. And uh, so, Roy, let me just kind of throw it to you and let you pick the ball and get her started for us. Okay. Well, the, like the question says, why would God answer my prayer? Why would, and what makes me special that I, that God would, the God of this universe, all creation, you know, he sent his son to die for me. But why would he answer my, my prayer? Why would he even listen to my prayer? And I think that's a good question. A lot of people ask me, or they say to me that I, they don't think God's answering their prayers. And so, in, in the Bible, you know, it tells us if we pray amiss, He won't answer our prayer. There's there's different things, but the idea is, is why would God answer my prayer? And to tell you, you can satisfy that with yourself and through the uh, Bible, through studying the Bible, or you, until you satisfy that, you're mm -hmm. still going to have that question: Did He answer my prayer? Did and was it a no or was it a yes? And how do you know? And that, I, that's that's my question tonight. So that's where I'm at. I think it's a great and, question. That's a fantastic question, guys. Man, jump in. Well, it's kind of deep. This is a deep one. <laughs> well, I think why not? You know, I, I think when you have fellowship with God and, uh, uh, when you really get his word, uh, he don't answer you the way we expect for him to answer. So sometimes he answers us in subtle ways, and sometimes he answers us in miraculous ways. But uh, like uh, Robert was saying, sometimes he might not answer at the time we want him to answer, but he will answer. And like you were saying last week, Pastor Holland, you said he answered two ways, yes and no. You know, but the thing of it is, is that we still got to stay faithful we got to be we got to keep the faith regardless and just uh uh just wait on it wait on him and and uh i think um prayer is one of our greatest tools that we have you know and and, and uh communicating with god and sometimes we might not feel like he uh he hears us at that time but i think like the song say we understand by and by, but it's what I think it's father alone, for he knows, you know, and we just got to keep the faith, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. And, you know, I think, and Roy, and, you know, thinking of what Wayne said, you know, we, we, well, why didn't God answer my prayer? And so many times I think when we pray, or why would he? And that we want that instant answer, and it's not always instant in that. But, uh, you know, why would he? And, you know, Chris looked up a lot of passages after our last deal. Uh, and, uh, Chris, I, every, in every one of the passages dealing with prayer, if I'm correct, it dealt with asking, correct? Even the Lord's Prayer, you said, the whole prayer is basically an asking uh, for something. So jump in on that. That maybe will help yeah. us. This as why would God answer our prayers? Yeah, I had listened to a message by a um, that a gentleman delivered, and he went through every. Uh, he just looked specifically in the New Testament, but every Greek word that gets translated prayer uh, means to ask for something, and they have different nuances. Sometimes it's you know the lesser asking the greater, um, and um, and they have different you know emphasis in them, but all of them are asking uh, God to do something. And, you know, you can distinguish between praises, which are where we honor and worship God, you know, and thanksgiving. Um, and, but when you look at the word prayer, it, it means to ask for something. And he brought up a really great point. And because he he was really funny in his message. And I, I got a good chuckle out of this. He said, he said, and I can just feel all of you people who are listening to me thinking, what is this guy talking about? You know, treating God like Santa Claus. And he said, that's not it at all. And he, he referenced, and we talked about this verse last week, but in John chapter 14, where Jesus says, um, and I will do, excuse me, chapter 14, verse 13, um, you find it a little easier. He says, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. And he brought out the point that the entire point of prayer and the goal of prayer is the glory of God. And, you know, if, if you begin to spell it out and you say, I've, I've got this need or so-and-so has this need or, you know, whatever I'm praying about. And, you know, you pray, you pray, and you pray, and then you see God do something. And you, you know that you had a need. You know that you were asking. And then you see God do something. Um, he can't help but get the glory. And so I, I think that if we, if we look at why would God answer my prayer, I think there's a lot of things we could say. You know, I was joking Roy, with you before we went on and said, well, because he likes you, you know, <laughs> and, uh, and, and God, he does love us. And I think he, he, you know, it says, you know, I think it's in James, the, that every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of heavenly lights in whom there is no shifting and sh changing like shadows. Uh, he is good and he delights in our joy and he, he delights in answering prayers. Um, he likes us. He cares for us. And when we're praying and we're laying things down before him, and then we see the things that he does. And sometimes maybe he says, yeah, I'll do that. And he does what we ask. Sometimes maybe he does not do what we ask. And then later down the road, and you can have an experience where you're like, wow, I'm so glad God did not give me what I asked for, but did something different. And we can see how much better it is from that perspective. God gets the glory. And so... Uh, it was just, it was really educational for me to listen to what that gentleman had to say and then to think back through some of the things that we had talked about. And so that when we pray with our motive being a desire for the glory of God, I think that transforms everything that we pray for, the way we ask, and, and all of those things, sifting it through that filter. 
And uh, so I, I think God would answer our prayers in whatever way he chooses, according to his sovereign will and his grace, because there's glory to be gained for, for him in it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm telling you this a little, and this is, this is the true story. I remember when I was going through, you know, when uh, I felt like God wasn't hearing my prayers and I was praying to God. And I was like, well, God, you know not hearing me you're not hearing me and the holy spirit said in my put in my spirit that you're not praying you complaining and i was like okay okay i i, I really had to really sit down and take a inventory of myself because i was complaining i was complaining about a lot of things that i wanted and i didn't get and but god had already supplied all my needs and i think sometimes we we, we, we pray for things that God already have have given us. And he want us to pray for uh, uh, a relationship. And he want us to pray for other people. He want us, to, in other words, quit saying selfish prayers, you know. And that's mm-hmm. where I was. And, and when the God delivered me from that, because when, he, when the Holy Spirit really just spoke to my heart and said, look, you know, I said, well, I wanted to buy this. I want to buy that. He said, well, when you get it, what are you going to do? Are you going to serve me? Are you going to forget about me? And I think a lot of times we don't get things because when we get them, we forget who gave them to us. You know? And God wants us to be a blessing to other people. And when I was praying, I, and when God just opened up that, opened up that in my spirit, it, it showed me I wasn't doing nothing but complaining. And I was like, wow. You know? And I think a lot of people, that's what they do. They complain. To God instead of praying to him, instead of fellowshipping with him, they complain about everything instead of being thankful, you know. I think that's good. When I started oh when I started at Oenaville, uh started preaching out there, we had quite a few people, you know. We it was a new thing, it was a new thing in town, and so we had a lot of people. We had eighty or ninety people showing up every week. Boy, I thought this is great. We're gonna actually have a mega church out here at Oenaville and so uh, we all fired up, and all of a sudden, all of our uh, people just started disappearing, and the numbers were going down, 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 and just kept going down. And I was praying to God, why don't more people come to church? Why, why don't we have more people? How can we help? How can we do this? And, and you know, it's really funny because I got a direct answer to my prayer, and uh, it wasn't even one I was expecting. He told me, he said, "I'll tell you what you do, boy." He said, "You you preach the word." and let me worry about the numbers. Mm. And so, uh, mm. like Wayne says, we don't always get the answer that we think we're going to get. And so, you just keep preaching, and uh, it'll come to work. But I have a lot of people ask me, say, well, I don't think God hears my prayers either. They always tell me that. And so, why would he answer them if he can't hear them? And, I got, and my answer to that is, God hears everything. Whether you're a believer, a non-believer, whatever, he hears everything. He is God. You know, it says, be still and know that I am God. He is God. He hears everything. And he wants us to pray. I believe that. He wants a communication with us. He wants to just enjoy him. He wants us to confess our sin. He wants us to ask him to meet our needs. I think he, all these things, he wants us to be, he wants to be involved in our lives. And so as answer to the question, why? do we pray or why should God answer our prayer? Cause he wants to, mm-hmm. uh, that's what my old, my daughter, she, she was born in Oklahoma, but she moved to Texas as soon as I could get her here. And, uh, 
I told her, you know, she has that 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 Texas accent now, and she said, uh, "Why God wants to hear our prayers because He wants to." You know, she leaves that W out of it. He wants to. And so I, that's what I believe. I believe God wants to hear from him. But mm-hmm. why does he – and why is some of the answers different? I mean, Harlan over there, he may be praying for rain, and I'm praying for it to dry up so I can do something. Which prayer is going to be answered? Yeah. Well, they say in World War II, you know, you had both sides, and you had folks who, who claimed to be Christians on both sides, and that – and both sides were praying for victory. You know, it's just uh, I think that's the thing there. And I think that, you know, in uh, in Proverbs 28, 9, uh, you know, it says, if anyone turns a deaf ear to my instruction, even their prayers are detestable. So it doesn't say he does not hear necessarily, but they're detestable. He is not going to answer one that is detestable. But I think, you know, as I was thinking about this, I thought, you know, why would God answer my prayer? And my thought was, well, it, it's it's because, uh, if I can find it here where I wrote it down, uh, it, it's because he desires our best. So he'll answer our prayer to the affirmative if it's for our best and if it's for his glory. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't mean that, then we've got a problem. But God always wants our best. So uh, in, uh, you know, I believe, as Chris said, you know, so the, the no sometimes is for our best. What's that old song, country song? I thank God for unanswered prayers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes we say, well, no, I didn't. God, he did. And when he didn't give you what you wanted, it was for your best and for his glory. You know, mm-hmm. you know that's mm-hmm. like. That's like a, a a child. A child, like like I remember when I was young, I used to be asking my parents for something and asking them and asking them, and they be sitting right there and they don't answer. Me. And I be like, "You hear me?" They like, I, "I'm right here. I hear you, but I'm you know, you're not saying nothing." You know, and, and it took me a long time to understand that. You know, I'm like, "Okay, I'm sitting right here, and I know you hear me," but. When I'm asking for, I don't need it. You understand? Me? And, and I think that's what God does. God gives us what we need. And the Bible says he'll give us the desires of our heart sometimes. But that's just like a, a like a child again. You can't just feed a child candy, 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 and expect them to grow healthy. They not. It's not going to happen. They need they vegetables. They need all of it. They might not like it, but they need it. And and, and and prayer is the same way. We got to pray about things that we might not agree with, but it's for God's glory. And God is going to get the glory. Well, and I think, Wayne, as you said, and, and, and too, and Roy, and, you know, why would he? Why why doesn't he? Why would he answer? Uh, it, it, again, it's what we're asking for. It's what we think the answer ought to be. I think that's the problem. What do we think the answer ought to be? And when we pray, we've already got it in mind what the answer ought to be. And uh, the fact that uh, instead of saying, okay, God, I want your mind of what the answer needs to be. So we are always, well, why would God answer my prayer? I'm a nobody. Why doesn't he answer my prayer? Because it wasn't in the exact way. Again, making God the genie, rubbing the prayer lamp to get exactly what we want. And so I think you know, we, we have to change our viewpoint of who God is. And uh, and again, see ourselves, uh, as was said, we're loved by God 
God loves us, man. We're all made in his image. God wants the best for us. And that's why he will give us our heart's desire. If our heart's desire is for the best for us and for his glory. Uh, but if it's not for the best of us, I mean, uh, again, it's scriptural. I mean, if your kid asks for a fish, are you going to hand him a snake? Right. I mean, you're, you're going to give what's best for the kid. Or if a kid, you know, if one of your kids wanted something that was dangerous to them, you're not going to give it to them. Uh, they may not be old enough to take care. You know, a five-year-old kid wants to drive a car. You're not going to give him the car keys. You're going to wait till he's old enough and responsible enough to do that. And so, again, the answer would be yes. But, Wayne, I think as you said last week, wait is in there, you know, mm -hmm. waiting in that. That's right. That's right. You know, and, and it's just like it's like you were saying, like uh, uh, <clears throat> when we just be still, be still and wait on God. See, a lot of times we don't want to be still. We don't want to wait. We 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 want everything microwaved and we want it. We want it right now. But God say wait. You know. So with that being said, I mean, wait. Sometimes is a good. Well, in God eyes, it's a good thing. Well, it's always a good, my parents told me that many times, wait, that was an answer, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I was reading this thing today, and, it, and, it, and I, it was really hard for me to understand, and maybe y'all could probably help me through it, but it says that you should be able to differentiate or to difference between prayer and promise, and they're talking about preaching or, or, or praying with Scripture. And you have to be sure you understand the difference between God's promise and an answer to a prayer. And uh, I love when I ask somebody to pray at church, I, I love them when they, 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 what I call a scriptural prayer. It's got scripture inside the prayer. And I was also reading the thing today. It says, do not misuse scripture to pull out isolated verses and apply them in a situation you want. Don't, don't do that. Don't just pull them out for isolated verses and try to apply them to any situation. It says to be sure to stay in the will of God. And so I think if the why, if God's going to answer your prayer is, are you in the will of God? And like Chris says, are you praying for his praying for your goal? People you need to get that straight now. You know, don't pray for the rain. So your crops will be better than your neighbors. And so, you know, we have to understand it. We have to do this for God's glory. It's all about him. Everything we do should be about him. Yeah, Roy, that's that's an excellent point. You know, uh, the rain. How many, how many people would pray for your neighbor, for their neighbor to get rain? Lord, I don't care. Lord, I just give them the rain. I'd love to have it, but I, but they need it. Please give to them more. Now, there's an unselfish prayer right there, you know, that uh, I think that God would uh, God hears. I mean, because it, it's, we want, we want the best for someone else. Uh, and, and too many times that, you know, again, as Wayne has said, we just pray, uh, our selfish prayers in there and our heart in right with God, uh, in everything. And so why would God answer our prayer if we're asking for the wrong thing? Why would he answer it? Yes. If we're praying for something that's going to harm us and that's no. And again, we don't know that thing that we think is good for us today you went to the clearing house would not be good for me tomorrow because it would ruin my life. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, God, that's why God didn't go let me win it. Yeah. You know, something that popped into my 
my mind as well. I've been listening to you guys and mm-hmm. is um, the nature of we don't pray long enough. Sometimes you think about why does God not answer prayers and we give up, we pray and we give up. And I thought I just kind of looked over in Luke 18, where Jesus told his uh, disciples the parable about the, the unjust judge and the widow. And, and his whole point was that, that he told them that to teach them to, that they should pray and not give up. And, I think about my kids is that, you know, sometimes they'll ask for something. And I was, I was chuckling Wayne earlier when you talked about your parents telling, telling you to wait, because I've got young kids and man, I do that sometimes. And I get the same stuff as you were talking about, but you know, with kids, a lot of times, you know, they, they have something they've seen on a TV commercial or whatever, and they've just got to have it, got to have it, got to have it. And if you wait, long enough and really it doesn't take that long most of the time they'll forget and they'll quit asking and they'll move on to something else and you know i think with god that there are times when he says hey how bad do you want this and do you want it for my glory are you willing to wrestle in prayer over this thing or are you just going to come and hit it a couple of times and then move on Mm -hmm. and i think probably there are a lot of things that, that don't get answered um maybe that would because we we pray a little bit and then we give up and I know I've been guilty of that. And that's something I really, you know, struggle to re- to remain faithful in things that, you know, are really important. And you believe, you know, would honor the Lord and to stay after it in prayer. You know, I remember when uh, when I was younger and I was selfish. Oh, I was I was so selfish, you know, I, I had to have whatever. And I remember. uh when I was in high school, and we used to we used to love wearing Stacey Adams, you know Stacey Adams. Uh, uh, we used to love wearing Stacey Adams. So I remember uh, when Stacey Adams come out with a tennis shoe, and I wanted to be the first one in Temple to have that tennis shoe. I want I want <laughs> tennis shoe. So I was telling my mom, I say, you know, I, I want those shoes. I want those shoes. And she was like, Well, baby, you're gonna have to wait. And uh, at that time, she was working like two jobs, and I, I was I was just selfish. And then, you know, and the thing of it is, I couldn't see how selfish I was, you know. Mm. And she was like, "Well, uh, you just wait, and, and I'll get them for you." And I'm like, "No, nah, I gotta have, I gotta have right now, you know." And really, I didn't have to have the thing. I think what it was, I wanted everybody to see me wearing, you know. So she told me, she said, "Well, she gave me a ticket. It was it was a, it was a, it was a receipt, and she told me to take it to the mall and." Go into this place where she had some stuff on layaway, and she said, "Uh, go uh, turn, give the give them the ticket and tell them you want the money back for for this and and uh, mm. go get your shoes." And I was just so happy to go do that, and and uh, I got those shoes, and I was just so proud of them shoes. And one day I got to thinking, I was like, "What did my mother just sacrifice for me to have these shoes?" You know, you know, it was something that she wanted. But she gave up, so I can have something that I wanted. And, it, 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 and when I thought about it, I didn't need them; I just wanted them. And I felt so bad, and I had to go back to her and really—I mean, weeping and apologize to her. And I tried to make it up to her. She said, "No, no, no, don't worry about it." But I knew, you know, I, I felt so bad because I was so selfish. Mm-hmm. And I and I thank God that He showed me how selfish I was. And, I was able to ask for forgiveness for her, you know, because uh, she really wanted me to have them, you know, but I really didn't need them, you know. Mm. 
That's great, man. That's great. That that man, that relates so well with this and that. Yeah. Uh, Roy, your thoughts. I got. I got one more question for you. Oh man. <laughs> I know we've only got a few minutes, but I already have a C, Roy. <laughs> Do, does God hear the prayers of a non-believer? Do you have to be? Do you have to be saved? For your prayers to be heard. Well, he heard Cornelius' prayer. I think so. He heard Cornelius. Well, man, I tell you what, it it uh, uh, wow. I, I, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to think here on that. Does God hear the prayers of? I believe does God. I think it's as as you said. God hears all prayers. Mm -hmm. But maybe the one that he and now uh, and I'm coming off coming off the cuff here. Thanks, Roy. Uh, the ones that he uh, uh, the ones that he pays attention to are those prayers. I think the one of the first prayers is, "Lord, forgive me for I'm a sinner." When you have a contrite heart, he hears that one, and from there on, and again, according to Scripture, if our hearts are right, mm -hmm. he hears those. So if one is a non-believer, now I'm not saying that you know, if you cry out to the Lord for for something, uh, depending upon your heart, but I guarantee the first prayer that he 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 moves upon and his answer is always yes, is Lord forgive me for I'm a sinner. That's always a yes answer. That is never a no answer. Yeah. But I I, I think he heard he heard um uh, uh, Hagar. When she prayed to save Ishmael, uh, because uh, uh, when Sarah told uh, told Abraham to put him out the camp because of the way he was doing it, and when when they was in the desert and she seen that he was dying of thirst and she prayed to God and she said, you know, don't don't let him die, and God made a way for him and God told him, I heard your prayer, and he's gonna be a many nation. You know, and I thank God. God hear who He want to hear. You know, He's our Creator. <clears throat> but He moved. Yeah, you know, Roy, you mentioned. Yeah, Roy, you mentioned you mentioned earlier. You know that that God knows that every people pray. I mean, He's omniscient. He knows all things. There's nothing He doesn't know or escapes His attention. Mm -hmm. I think if you look at the, you know. In agreement with what Harlan said, you know, the prayer or prayers related to trusting in Jesus as Savior, you know, and or, uh, you know, and some people in, in honest faith have called out and said something like, you know, God, if, if you're if you're really there, will you show me? Will you help me to see? And, and you know, there's a genuine outcry there and something happens and they just go, whoa, and they come to know Christ and it's a glorious thing. And I think if you look at the effectiveness and the effective nature of prayers that it's it's got to be believers only because until a person is willing to you know put their trust in Jesus as savior that's God's will for that that's that's step number 1 and you know I I can be somewhere and if my kids come up to me and say dad can you know if we're at a you know restaurant or something could could you get me some ice cream well sure come on let's go but if somebody else's kids run up to me hey mister would you get me some ice cream i'm going to be like where are your parents, kid? <laughs> that's that's not my. And so I so I think that there is a there's a familiar a familial 
nature of, you know, prayer of fellowship and communion with the Lord Mm -hmm. and seeing those answers that is available to all people. If you're willing to start by trusting in Christ for your salvation. Yeah. I think if the heart is right, again, if scripture tells us if we pray with the right heart, if you're a non-believer, can you pray with the right heart? I guess is maybe something to look at too on that. Mm-hmm. Are you praying for, does a non-believer pray for the glory of God? You know, in that. Uh, 31 says that we know that God, well, I'll read it out of this book. It says, we know that God heareth not sinners, but if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, whom him he heareth. But then, so that's what got me started down that question was because I was reading about prayer today. But First John five fourteen through fifteen says us that God answers prayer based on whether they ask according to His will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you put both of those together, and that's just like I was telling you. You can't take one scripture, isolate it, and say, "Okay, this is it." Yeah, I just I don't believe that. But anyway, yeah. that's, no, that's think- where the question came from tonight, guys. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I think that, no, I think you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, because I was going back, I, again, God hears all prayers. Mm-hmm. He's got to hear all prayers because he needs to hear that one prayer, Lord, forgive me, I'm a sinner, you know. But prayer he doesn't out. act on all prayers until our heart is right, and that's what gets us going in that. Mm-hmm. So. And I'm- that prayer, prayer for salvation. I don't. I every time it's asked, I believe that. So that's it. That's always a yes. That's a guarantee. Nobody. God never says no to anybody when they ask for salvation mm-hmm. because that is the desire of His heart for them. That is the best for them, and it brings glory to Him, the utmost mm-hmm. glory to Him. Yeah. Thomas, how much time we got, man? I don't even see it in our screen here. Seven oh two. There he is. Hello. Oh, there he is. We have a. About uh, well, actually, we are two minutes over, so 102. All right. Well, have we had any, any questions or anything? I've seen we've got comments from Devon, and so, but uh, any other comments or questions? We do not. See, all right. <clears throat> okay. Well, we're a little bit over, uh, folks. Man, thanks for joining in. Hopefully, you've enjoyed this. Maybe uh, I got you thinking about some things. If you've got any questions or comments, man, we'd urge you just to uh, uh, send them in to us. We'd love to. Uh, uh, we'd really love to uh, answer those. And, uh, but, uh, you know, with prayer, I think that uh, it is such a, such an important thing. And uh, Wayne, would you close us out with prayer? We'll do. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we come saying thank you for this discussion. Father, we pray that uh, he that have an ear, we hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Father, we pray that somebody out there that's listening to this broadcast will uh, repent and ask God to save them through his son, Jesus Christ. And Father God, we realize like Psalm 115 said, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but unto thy name be the glory. Father God, you are to get the glory out of all things. And Father God, we come saying thank you for every pastor here and every listener. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us. Uh, Those of you watching, thanks for joining. And, Kathy, I'll be in the living room in a little bit.